Mark chapter 10, verse 13. Mark chapter 10, verse 13. We're going to have a question tonight. Or one question. The people here, verse 13, they brought young children to him, to the Lord Jesus, that he should touch them. And his disciples rebuked those that brought them. But when Jesus saw it, he was much displeased and said to them, Allow the little children to come unto me and forbid them not from such is the kingdom of heaven. Verily, verily, I say unto you, Whosoever shall not receive the kingdom of God as a, as a little child, he shall not enter therein. And he took them up in his arms and put his hands upon them and blessed them. And when he was thrown forth into the way, there came one running and kneeled to him and asked him, Good master, what shall I do that I may have the inherit or have eternal life? This is a lovely portion of scripture. I'm going to use PowerPoint pictures. I often use this to illustrate the story. But children love to ask questions. Boys and girls, who's ever asked a question beginning with why? Who's ever asked a question beginning with what? Who's ever asked a question beginning with where? Who's ever asked a question beginning with why? That's half your vocabulary as a child. Are we nearly there yet? Why? You have to go to bed at a spare time. No, not you. Don't go to bed. You have to go to bed. Why? Because it's bedtime. Morning comes. You have to go up out of bed. Why? Because it's school time. Why? 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 Children are learning all the time. Why? 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 What? 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 We're going to go now. Where are we going? Why are we going? What do we have to do when we get there? The little child's mind's working overtime. Parent often gets impatient, just wait till they get there. You'll see when they get there. The parent says, it'll take us 30 minutes to make this journey. The moment you leave, are we there yet? No real concept of time. Where, where, where? And that's why the Lord Jesus has a special love for little children. They love to ask the question. Whenever you ask children about sin, or do you believe you're born of sin? Yes. Do you believe the Lord Jesus died on the cross and took your sin away? Yes. Do you believe you have to be saved to go to heaven? Yes. They never dispute it. They understand it. They know it. And when the Lord does the work in a child's heart, they know they must come and put their faith and trust in the Lord Jesus. The problem is that the disciples, they start to question when a person goes to high school, they start to question, do you know the way heart that you're born with? It's really, really soft. And the Bible teaches us a way heart is harder and harder. I often, in, in school assemblies, would illustrate by bringing a boy and a girl up. For example, if they're going to get married, it's a story. It could be uh, one of the David and his wife, or, or Ruth or Jimmy Bowman's, and you would say, hold hands, and they hold hands. And they say, are you happy to get married? Yes. You go to high school, you tell the same story, and they just look at each other, and it's like, whoa, I felt that from where I stand. And they won't hold hands. You know why? Because they're conscious as they get older, of their looks, of their sign, and the whole time, the wee soft heart is getting harder and harder towards the things of God. Of course, the Word of God is quick and powerful, 
I love it. It can break any heart. It can melt any heart. It can shake any heart. It can break any heart. But little children, God has a special love for them. Remember this man, coming to Jesus, he had everything this world can ever ask for. We ought to know him as the rich young ruler. I'm going to be a quiz after this. Do you ever win the quiz gets a free sausage with red sauce? <laughs> and whoever comes second gets red sauce with a sausage. Okay? There's a difference, but it doesn't really make much difference. This man had everything. He was very, very rich. He came running up to Jesus. And up if you're very rich. Yes, that's most of the children. You get a pie and you think you're the wealthiest person in the world. He was also young. Hands up if you're young. Yes. And he was a ruler. He was very popular. Hands up if you're popular. Yes. We all like to be popular. So he was important. Everyone, if he lived in the graves, everyone would love him. They would vote for him. He lived in a big house. He, he, he had lots of money. Well, he didn't need to go to the shop and there's a sale on because he could just go any time. Buy whatever clothes. I would imagine he owned lots of property, estates, all of these things. Lots of people working for him, animals, anything. Whatever he wanted, money was not a problem. A nice way to be. Most times when you go to buy something, you've got a contact. Do you have enough money to buy it? Maybe yes. But I'm going to let for very little. You have to make a decision if you buy it. You lose that. He never got problem. At the same time, he was brought up really well. He was brought up learning about the Bible and learning about God. And whenever Jesus came close to where he lived, the Bible says he ran up and he could dive into his knees out of respect for who Jesus was. And he said, Good Master, what must I do to have eternal life? This is probably the greatest question anyone can ever ask. And of all the questions, what must I do to have eternal life? In other words, eternal life, that was also mentioned tonight, it means everlasting, it means forever. And we only go through this life for a little time. The Bible talks about 70 years. Do you know most people don't hate that? Lots of people go beyond that. If you're healthy, you might reach 80 or beyond or 90. But nobody really lives to 500 years old or 400 or 300 or 300. Reality is, our days are numbered. Our days are numbered. We've only got so many years and months and weeks and days. We all like to plan out our life. We're going to go to school. We're going to go to high school. We're going to work or study. And then we're going to maybe get married and family. Then we're going to work for so many years, maybe 25, get a big pension, and then stop. And then we'll begin on our 50 years we can live. It doesn't work like that. Bible says, boys and girls, Proverbs 27, verse 1, we're to boast on ourselves of tomorrow, for thou knowest not what a day may bring forth. We will plan our future. That's why the Lord Jesus emphasizes the importance whenever you're young of putting your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. Whosoever shall call anyone, especially little children. When your hearts are soft, your minds open, whenever you go to high school, there's so many other people who will penetrate you and challenge you away from God. 
And the only way too often to resist that is to be strong. I'm not talking about supernaturally, I'm talking about spiritually. And that starts the moment to give your heart and life to the Lord Jesus. I also love the little verse about the law is the schoolmaster who brings us to Christ. So whenever you're going to Sunday school at church, you're learning lots about God, just like this young man, he learned all about God, the way to God, because Jesus challenged him and said, you've got to keep the commandments. Don't commit adultery, obey your parents, don't steal. And he goes, all of these things have kept since I was a little boy. But he says, what must I do? The idea is there's nothing you can do. I've got a page here. Do you know this page can take me to heaven? Do you want me to show you how to get to heaven on a page? Well, has anyone ever been on a, in a canoe? Yes? Anyone ever been in a big boat? Anyone ever been on a cruise liner? Can a big boat take you to heaven? Boys and girls? Can a canoe take you to heaven? Might take it to Scotland, but not take it to heaven. What goes faster than a boat? A speedboat. That is a boat. That's an airplane. Anyone ever been on an airplane? Do you know what speed a plane does? 550 miles an hour. Can you run faster than that? No. If you were on an airplane and you told the pilot that Slap a wee bit and go 45 degrees and we'll keep going straight. Can you get to heaven? No, you'll have actually get to a place you can't breathe, there's no air. You can't get to heaven. What goes faster than an airplane? Built by man. Yes? A rocket. I don't look really, well I do, I can tell it so I can make a rocket. People think, you can't make a rocket. You can, look, just made a rocket. Can I get to heaven? And get to the moon? Probably get really close to the stars. Can I get to heaven? No, I can't. Nothing you can do, nothing you can do by yourself can get to heaven. But there's one more. Do you all know what it is? It's a cross. On a wee piece of paper. That's the way to heaven. Who died on the cross? His name was called Jesus. Jesus, the cross is empty because he was taken from the cross, he was buried, he rose again, he descended to heaven, and one day he's coming back. And he's going to come back with another piece of paper called the roll book. Do you still do in school? Does a teacher call it your name? Teachers today are very intelligent, they sort of memorize everyone and mark them in. <laughs> but one day the Lord Jesus will come back with the roll book, and he's going to call it the people who are here tonight. By your first and last name, you're going to go, you're going to call out my name. Excuse me. Yes? I'm called out my name. What's your name? You're not dying in my book, called the last book of life. Do you know what he says? You stand to the side. I don't know you. But I went to Sunday school and I went to church and the special meetings in the Greens Church. I know you did. And you listened really well and you even got sweets. Answering the questions. But he said, What did you do with me? You were told about sin, that you're born of sin, separated from God, but what did you do with Jesus? That's why it's so important. This man, 
He loved something more than he loved Jesus. Do you know what it was? It was his money. Jesus said, if you want to have eternal life, he said, I want you to get all your money, all your property, everything you own, sell it, and give your money all the way to the poor people. Did he do that? Did he do it? No. Would you do that? Would you do that? No. No, at least you're honest. At least you're honest. Everybody else says it's actually an answer. Only you spoke up. He did it. And the Bible says he went away very sorrowful. Very upset. Why? Because he wasn't willing to give up everything he loved more than Jesus. Does anyone know what the word J-O-Y spells? Yes? Joy. How do you spell joy? Yes? J-O-Y. J for Jesus. O for others. And Y for you. Was he willing to put Jesus first? No. Was he willing to put other people second? No. Was he willing to put himself last? No. Jesus challenged him. Because he knew he did not really love the Lord Jesus. And he didn't love the poor people because he wasn't willing to help them. And off he went. And all the people sitting around said to the Lord Jesus, Can a rich man not go to heaven? Jesus said, Of course he can. But it's easier for a rich man, it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle. You don't know what a needle is. It's really holding the top of a needle. Can you put your finger through it? Can you put your wee finger through it? Can you squeeze a cow through it? Can you squeeze a big camel through it? Even if you got up by the ears and pretty pound and everybody else push, it won't stick. But Jesus said it's easier, easier to do that than a rich man to go to heaven. That eliminates everyone trying to get to heaven their own way. We were singing a song tonight about heaven. Acts chapter 16, verse 31. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, and you will thy shall be saved. Just to finish off, there was another man. What was he called? He was called Zacchaeus. Nobody likes him. Everybody loved the first man, but he left without becoming a Christian. Nobody likes Zacchaeus because he was a thief. He was a tax collector. And whenever he went to tax people's money, if your money tax was ten pounds, he would say to eleven. And he would say to you, if your tax is fifteen, he would say seventeen. He was telling lies and he's stealing, and nobody liked him. But Jesus came to find this day, and he tried to get to the front of the people. And he said, Excuse me, let me through, let me through, let me through. And it wouldn't work. Because the people didn't like him. People didn't love him. They didn't care for him. Did Jesus know he was there? He knew everything. And he came. And the only time he was so determined to find Jesus, the Bible says he climbed up into a tree. Does climbing a tree make you a Christian? I used to love climbing trees. Even harder now. That's the case. He climbed up a tree. That's all he wanted to do, just to see Jesus. But he got the shock of his life because the Lord Jesus stopped at the tree and said, Zacchaeus, come down from the tree because I'm going to go to your house for tea. He had a choice to make. Was he going to come down from the tree or stay up the tree? Would you come down from the tree if that was you? Yes. Would you? 
people avoid it. Most people would say, it's okay, it's okay. I'm happy up here. Just climb the tree. I'm going to stay up. Go to somebody else. But Zacchaeus was very wise. That morning he woke up. He had no intention of talking to Jesus. He just wanted to see him. See, when you woke up this morning, you had no intention of becoming a Christian. No intention of thinking about God in this way. But the Bible says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. God calls, He knocks, He wants, He desires, He loves you, He wants to save you. And He said, Zacchaeus, come down from the tree. And all the people said, Why is Jesus talking to him? And Jesus said, Because I came to call sinners, not the righteous, not the good people, sinners. And you might think to that boy, I'm a good person. I'm not a sinner. You see the first man? He was a really good person. He could find no fault with him. He kept the commandments. He dressed really nice. He looked really well. He was a good neighbor. All these things. And he's the person who said no to Jesus. And now Jesus calls the worst person. What does he do? He can climb from the tree. And he goes to his house. And there they're all having tea together. And what happens while they're eating? He says, Jesus, there's something to tell you. I'm a sinner. I stole people's money. I told lies. Jesus said, what are you going to do? He said, I'm going to go back to those people. I'm going to give it back to them. And I'm going to give back four times more. That's not normal. It's not natural to do that. Yes, give it back, yes. But four times more, no. What made the difference? It was the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ because he believed in him. Realized he was real, the saved of the world, asked for forgiveness. Even though he wasn't changed on the outside, he looked exactly the same. And Zacchaeus was the one who became a Christian, not the rich young ruler. 